You're listening to the Recovering Corpaholics podcast with host Felicia Stivelman, the podcast to help big four professionals quit the corporate games and break free into a meaningful career. In this episode of Recovering Corpaholics, we're going to talk all about why you need to stop being an overachiever at work if you are on the job hunt. Find the full show notes to this episode at recoveringcorpaholics.com slash 23. Whether you are productive at work or not, you will still get paid your normal salary at your nine to five. Therefore, unless you want to get promoted, there is no reason for you to work more than you have to, aka stop overachieving. Some of you feel the need to go above and beyond, and that is okay. I know it's our personality. However, if you're looking to change careers or start your own business, you're going to need to find the time to work on that. Time that you might be spending on those side projects that aren't helping you get to where you actually want to be. You might be thinking, I can't do that. I'm an overachiever. It's just the way I am. I love going above and beyond. Or you could even be thinking, I can't do that. They'll know and they're going to figure out that I'm leaving and I'll get fired. And just let me clarify, I am not telling you to not do your job because you should still do your job well. All I'm saying is to shoot for a solid B and don't try for all A's. Just like a pass-fail class, you're still going to pass. So if you want to find more time in your day, here are six ways that you can start working less at work so you can spend more time doing what you actually want. If you want to free up some time at work, the first tip I have for you is to start saying no to the things that aren't part of your job, because the more you say no, the more time you'll free up for those things that you actually want to say yes to. Can you help on a proposal? Well, if you're on a project, then the answer is no. If you're asked if you can help with recruiting or some other random thing that isn't part of your job description, then the answer is no. Get good at saying no. And I know it seems easier said than done. And there are some people at work who are very persistent and you still want to show that you're doing a good job. So just start thinking now about how you can say no. And just to provide a couple examples, you can say something like, hi, Bob, I'd love to help, but I have a full workload right now and I just don't have the capacity. Do you mind if I reach out to you in the next week or two when things settle down? Or hi, Bob. I have a lot of project work I need to catch up on, and I have some family things that I'm dealing with right now. Can we catch up in another week or two? I really appreciate it. And listen, whatever you want to say is fine, but just have something in mind so you're not trying to come up with something on the fly and saying something that doesn't make sense. Like, hey, sorry, Bob, I have to go home and feed my cat. Um, sorry, I'm, I guess I can stay. That may be a very corny example, but sometimes when you're nervous, you say things that you don't want to say. So just be prepared with how you're going to say no. And it could be as simple as saying, sorry, I can't work on that right now. But you also want to be a team player. So just find the balance that makes sense to you. For the second tip, I want you to start protecting your time. Stop going into the office early. Stop working late. Stop skipping lunch breaks. Stop working on something to make it perfect when it's fine just the way it is. Remember, we're shooting for a B here, not an A+. The third tip I have is to be smart about how you plan your day. Instead of getting to work and thinking, oh, what should I be doing this morning? Take the time to be more diligent and know exactly what you're working on first thing that morning. Whether it's planning your week out 
or the night before for the next day, start being smarter about how you can get right to work. Know what needs to get done and where you have time to spend on the things that you want. And related to that, the next tip I have is to start overestimating your time. I know this sounds silly, but usually when we're giving a task, we want to show that we are the best and super efficient that we can do a task in no time. And no time may be pulling an all-nighter and pretending that we did it in two hours. However, now I want you to think about the real time that it takes you to do something and then multiply that time by two to three times and then respond to that. This way, you don't have to put your life on hold in order to get something done. You'll also be less stressed and that's always a win-win. The fifth tip I have is to stop offering suggestions. Why? Because usually the person who offers a suggestion is the person who has to lead them. Now, this isn't to say that you shouldn't contribute in a meeting because you should. Again, it's part of your job and you still need to do your job well. However, when there's something that needs to be fixed or a side project, let someone else take the lead. All of the tips that I've mentioned so far are things that are going to help you free up your time for what you want. However, one thing that you may be thinking is, well, how do I play it cool and not have people thinking that I'm leaving? And the answer is by over-communicating. This way, people will have no idea what you're up to as you're always the first one responding to things and always in the loop. Responding timely shows that you care. Now, this is not writing a novel for each email you get. This is just being quick, friendly, and straight to the point. And this also goes for emails that you're CC'd on. You don't have to respond to those unless you want to, to show that you're involved somehow, but know that going above and beyond is something that you don't do anymore. So just to sum up today's episode, if you want to have more time to do the things that you want, stop being an overachiever, still get the job done, but just don't go above and beyond. This way, you'll have time to work on all those things that are going to get you into that next stop in your career that you are going to love. That's all I have for today's episode. Stay inspired and live powerfully. Thanks for tuning in to the Recovering Corpaholics podcast. For show notes, to stay connected, and learn more about our show, find us online at recoveringcorpaholics.com. And if you're listening on the Apple Podcast app, show your support by subscribing and reviewing this show. See you next week, everyone.